When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Let's get it, man. Young Marley, I just skipped class with progress report. Big Shark, Mr. Shark Lotto. The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is a new episode of Skipping Class presented by The Progress Report. I got Young Marley in the building. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, this this is definitely long overdue. Um, shout out to my man Keith for one. Yeah. Like he definitely, you know. Yeah, he been like, (laughs) man, you need a link, you need a link with him. I came to a couple of your events, but I I know you be busy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Then a couple of other people have been telling me about you as well too. Um, and of course me just knowing you and just knowing of your brand, like super salute. You definitely progressive. So I appreciate you. you being here. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Um, so, okay, cool. So, yeah, matter of fact, I went to, me and Mike, uh, we went to your last uh, pop-up okay. shop in Atlanta, like, maybe two weeks ago. Yep. So, what was that? Uh, I mean, it was just, you know, everybody trying to come out and support each other brand, for real, and just promote, network, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, for real. The opportunity was there. You know, the platform was there, so... Sure. A lot of people came and, you know, they was very successful that night, you know. Yeah. I had a lot of stories of people who've been having, like, merchandise for over a year. They mm. came to my pop-up and that shit was sold out the same day. So, wow. You know, just opportunity for real. Absolutely. Now, it was vibes, man. I ran into a lot of artists, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people in the cannabis industry, too, you know what I mean? So that yeah. shit was dope. Oh, yeah, for sure. For Appreciate sure. Everybody came out. Sada Baby. Yep. PL Deck. Rich Homie. Rich Quan. Homie. Yep. Shh. Man. Big Brad, few yep. people. Definitely. Big Brad, the real one, everybody. It was a whole list. Like 53 vendors for real. For sure. Sure was lit. So how is something like that possible in Atlanta? I mean, it's all about how you do it for real. I feel That's that. That's it. Sure. And how you move and, you know, just your community for real. True. Everybody know what's going on. So Yeah. They know how to move. They know how I needed to look, how I gotta be. Shit. But I appreciate everybody for believing in me and coming to support me, though. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, who was on the painting that you guys received in the middle of the event? Uh, that was my um, my baby brother, Lotto, man. Long little Lotto. Got you. You know, Got you. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I didn't get to see it too well because it was it was mm-hmm. a lot of people over there, though. But um, definitely, rest in peace. It was nice. Sure. The artist came out, and she definitely, you know, blessed us with that piece. Wow. That was hard, though. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment. Did you know that was going to happen? No, I didn't. You didn't? I knew it was something, though. Yeah. Like, everybody come over here. She got a pain or whatever. I ain't, I ain't know, though. But I figured it. I figured it. Absolutely. Okay, so talk about growing up in Atlanta, man. You know, one might assume with you being into cannabis, I know you're into music as well, too, but mm-hmm. you're from the West Coast or something, but you're from Atlanta. Yeah, everybody think that. Yeah. You know, I'm just diverse, for real. Mm. But I'm born and raised. I'm Grady Baby, Grady Memorial, shit. From Zone 3, Grant Street, Summerhill, my grandma lived on Atwood on the West Side, so shit. I was, I'm really from here. My whole family 
was really born and raised in Atlanta. A lot of people know my grandma. She was the first number lady in Atlanta. She went to jail for that shit. My wow. uncles them was, you know, big in the streets. I think my mama, everybody, like my dad, <laughs> the whole family. So I was really born in this shit for real. I was the baby. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so coming from like the real Atlanta, what would you say that you missed the most with all these different changes on the music side, entertainment side, the demographics, everything? Shit, I, I miss the days where niggas really be outside, like mm. get clean, old school, ride down P Street. We're going through all the clubs, traffic, you know, you can't it just everybody outside vibing. That's what I miss about Atlanta for real. Ain't nobody outside no more. Everything just so on social media make everything accessible. Mm. So people ain't got to really go out no more. Shit, I just watch this shit from my phone in the house or wherever. So that's what I miss about the age. I feel that. That's parties, true. Parties, for real. The right. good parties. Yeah. And it was dancing, girls dancing. <laughs> just vibes, for real. Everything just so gangster now. Like, right. Niggas only want to dance and have fun. True. So, I get it, though. Shit real out here. It is real. So, okay, so during the snap era, mm -hmm. what was Young Riley doing at the time? Was you dancing? Was you too cool? What was you doing? Uh, I really can't dance, so <laughs> I was just a cool-ass nigga for real. On sure. the wall, watching everybody dance and shit. You know, I wasn't really no dancer, though. Yeah, I respect that. Um, so, also speaking about Atlanta, too, I asked my guests here that's, you know, from the real Atlanta, like, how did you feel about Amaretta song? The Sorry, I, Not I like Sorry. It. I like it. I like it. She hard as hell. She yeah. is. I'm I like it, man. Dope. She went up with it for the city. She had to do it. For sure. But, you know, I love it. Definitely. Do Do you feel like, um, like for out of towners that think like, like it's so many. Atlanta's so big. Georgia's big. Right. Like, does that bother you when people think that certain parts are considered Atlanta? Nah. Not for real, but I ain't gonna lie, yeah, sometimes. Nigga mm. be like, they from the city, man. You ain't from the city, bro. You from, what name them? So. Yeah. But, you know, I fuck with it because everybody make it, like it's a whole community. Like, everybody mm. stick together. They represent the city. So, shit, Facts. I can't be mad at that. But, yeah, yeah sometimes I do. Like, bro, niggas ain't from the city for real. I'm from Fulton County for real. Like, yeah. But it's all good, though. It's all love. For sure. Respect, man. Okay, so getting into cannabis, man. I see you smoking a nice little joint over there. It's small, actually, for me. Is it? Yeah, it was rushed. So well, my okay. first blunt of the day. What's what's the what's the most weed you put into one blunt? Man, really, all my blunts at least five to seven grams every blunt. Jesus. Every blunt, but the biggest on road, I don't roll zips, ounces and shit. I be tripping like <laughs> I don't have my times. I don't actually slow down on smoking, but really, man, I used to be tripping like ounces, two ounces. I think we rolled a cutie one time for four twenty in the spot. Yep. Damn. Is there ever a thing as being too high? Mm. It is though, for real. Cause sometimes I'll be like, "Damn, bro, I'm high as a motherfucker." <laughs> like one of the uh, recent interviews, I was just like hella high. <laughs> And they asked me some shit. I don't know what the fuck I said. Like, damn, bro. I, looking back on that shit, I'm like, man, I was high as a motherfucker. That is too funny. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, recall the first time that you smoked. Like, what age was you? How was the experience? Like, did, did you have the giggles? Like, what was it yeah, like? I was probably like, I think 11, 12. 
I started smoking because my uh, step pops, he like Rasta. So I came up in the Rasta community for real. So everybody was smoking. Niggas weren't hiding that shit. But my first time smoking shit, I was in the hood. I was high as hell laughing all <laughs> night. Like, man, what the hell? I was just too goddamn silly that day. Mm. But yeah, I remember that shit for sure. High as a motherfucker. Word. So, wait, your peoples knew you was smoking your mom and your... Nah, mom dudes, hell no. Nah. Okay. I mean, at a certain, not 11, 12, because I really jumped off the porch at sixth grade. Oh, shit. I was sixth grade. Mm. Yep, yeah, so, but she really found out I was smoking probably like seventh, eighth grade. But she couldn't wow. do nothing with me at that point. I was wide <laughs> open, so... What'd she say? Man, she was tripping, man, <laughs> for real. She used to, man, my mama don't play. Mm. Like, she cool. She come from that shit. So she know, like, everything I was trying to do and was doing, she already knew what the fuck was of going course. on. So I couldn't hide it. It just got to a point she just accepted it. She tried her best to, like, get me out of, like, the hood, all that shit. It really wasn't even on her. It was more on me. So I guess I got to a point it was just too much for her to handle. And I, I wasn't listening. Mm. I was just going with my mood. Yeah. Now, with your stepdad being a part of that, you know, community, though, like, did he embrace it or what did yeah. he say? I mean, he loved it. <laughs> he the reason I'm where I'm at for real. Like, mm. I would have never got into cannabis and indigenous hemp until I really, he introduced that to me for real. That was the culture, though. Yeah. Shit, everybody, kids, man, all them smoking, man. Like, wow. that was just the culture for real. The Nibingis. That shit was lit, though. Where? It was the experience. Definitely. So, with you building your brand, the Shark Lotto brand, would you say your family always, you know, supported and believed in it? I mean, at one point, you know, cannabis was looked down upon to other people. So, they was like, hell no, they weren't fucking with it. Some Mm. of them wasn't. Like, my mom, she was, but she wasn't. She wanted the best for me. Of course. You know, they was tripping about that shit for a minute, but it was just too big at couldn't stop that shit. For sure. Um, I want you to talk about, like, you know, getting into that industry. I got a couple of buddies that's in it, and I know you've been doing it for a long time. I definitely watch a lot of your other interviews as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, let's talk about some hardships, mm-hmm. um, getting into barriers to entry, you know, um, you know, being African-American, too. So let's talk about that. I mean, it's hard. It was hard at the beginning, for real. You know, people went to jail, still in jail about that shit. So. Right. You know, it's just, times has changed now, I would say. But it was hard, you know. The industry, they really don't want us, you know, us being us. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime 
and start experiencing entertainment like never before. The one that's in that industry, for Facts. Real. it's ran by some. Facts. You know, but shit, we just had to knock the wall down and just keep going and let them know that we the forefront of this shit for real. Y'all just on some corporate shit, but we really the niggas who putting this shit in motion for real, like mm. for getting it out to the world and, you know, for real. But it was hard. It's still hard. Shit, it ain't easy. Yeah. But man, work having comes easy. So Facts. if you really want it, you just got to keep going. Absolutely, man. I respect that. I respect it. Um, talk about some misconceptions when we talking about cannabis. What's some misconceptions? Because I would still say it's still a, a very, uh, like, big amount of people that still kind of look at weed as taboo, something that should be mm-hmm. done private, you know, kind of frowned down upon. So what's some misconceptions that you can address for us? I mean, shit, you said it. For real. They just, they, I don't know how to say it, but. You know, they frown upon the marijuana, which is natural from the ground, but they uh, mm. pump this other bullshit in us, like alcohol and <clears throat> prescription drugs and shit. So, you know, uh, cannabis is actually very great for you. You know, mm. I got people with autism and, man, all kind of fucking uh, symptoms and, you know, disabilities, I would say, but the marijuana is actually great for them. Kids who have seizures. All that type of shit. Like, it's good, one. Where I respect that. I respect that. Joe, we good? Okay. I respect that. I, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because it's, it's so many. It's always a random post where it's, it's like a new study found that smoking right. isn't good for you. Yep. And, you know, but I feel like, man, I, I love the fact that, you know, it's so many different strands. You just got to find what's mm-hmm. right for you. They only saying that because they want to continue to make you know, get rich off of us, off of the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? They don't really want us waking up and knowing, like, oh, no, nah, this shit is actually good for us. Like, right. it's just some it's a, some whole other shit going on. For know, sure. Political. For sure. So, okay, for somebody that's getting into weed, somebody that's just getting into cannabis, um, how can they tell if something is good versus some bullshit? I mean, it's, it's basically on their preference, but... Mm. You can actually look at it and tell there's some bullshit or smell it like, man, what the hell? It's, I mean, it's a lot of ways. I know it instantly. As soon as I smell it, you can blindfold me. I'm going to know, man, it's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like quality. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Got to be the best. Definitely. Um, speaking of uh, smokers, did you see Snoop Dogg's post where yeah. he said he stopped smoking? Did you fall for it? Or hell did you? Nah. He yeah. was high when he did it. All you gotta do is look at him, man. He was high as a motherfucker when he did. I knew that was cap. It's just Brandon, you know. It was a good marketing scheme. No, it definitely was fire. For sure. Yeah. Then I seen other people retweeting like they gonna right. stop smoking. Man, y'all fell for the cap. That man ain't stopped smoking. Thanks. Can't stop smoking. Hell nah. Nah, we thought we thought it was some medical shit for a minute. But I'm like, nah, Snoop. That nigga gonna keep smoking no matter what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Gotta smoke. Yeah. Okay, so I want to get into music now, but but what what passion came first? Was it cannabis? Was it music? Uh, it's always been music, but I mean, it was all a part of it. Was the same to me, like cannabis mm. and music, fashion, all that shit go together. So that's how I was brought up. So I mean, it wasn't. I can't even say music or mm. cannabis. I would say cannabis first, though, for real, because I was introduced at a young age. I wasn't. I started rapping probably. 14, 15 type shit, like fucking gotcha. with the homies. Okay. In the hood. 
For sure. And and I'm sure just growing up in Atlanta too, like I feel like, you know, I'm from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Just put that out there. Okay. But um I feel like growing up here, like I'm sure music was so second nature for y'all, like niggas young as fuck in the studio and you know what I mean, whereas other cities and places it's not like Mm-hmm. Something that we think niggas could do, you know what I mean? So was yeah. it like that for you growing up here? No, it wasn't because I was mm. actually in the studio with some of the biggest artists, like growing up, Schoolie, Rich Kids, Ti, Jeezy, shit like that. So wow. it was like I'm seeing this shit, like yeah. okay, my boy Key Brown, he was one of the hottest artists for real. Shout out to my so man Key. It was just like me seeing that shit. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. So man, shit, it was it wasn't like as hard as people think. Yeah. Because they outside looking in, which I was inside. Like, okay, this is how y'all do it. Okay, shit, let's get it. I can do that. For sure. Hell yeah. That's what it was. Speaking of T.I., man, we just celebrating um, 20 years of trap music. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, right? Hell yeah, for sure. Trap music. Damn. Right? 20 years? That's crazy. But I can see that. I mean, me too. When you think about it, like, it's like, shit. Because I was 15, 16, around that age. Mm-hmm. He was going crazy. For sure. Okay, so who's on your Atlanta Mount Rushmore, man? Because T.I. said it's him, Gucci, Future, and Jeezy. Who's on yours? Shit. Oh, man. Me. Goddamn schooly. Mm, okay. Um, T.I. for sure. Uh, Andre 3000. Wow. And who else would I say? I say, damn, Jeezy or Gucci. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> okay. For sure. Hell yeah. I got to ask your thoughts on the versus battle, too, man, with somebody just knowing the culture. Like, All right. That was crazy. It was crazy. I'm like, as a, as a <laughs> fan, I didn't think it was going to ever be nothing like nah, this. Nah, that shit crazy. I don't know what the hell they got going on. That's crazy. But I, I couldn't have did it. I feel you. A lot of people were saying that, too. Yeah, hell no. Nah. Ain't no way. But you know that's on them, so. You don't think that show growth for maturity on Jeezy's side? Mm-mm. I mean, it is, but it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong Yeah, shit, I got right? you. I got you. Because <laughs> certain shit, I don't give a fuck. It ain't no coming back from certain shit. Yeah. Especially not no, I don't know. I feel like, too, I'm going to say this. Like, one thing I can say that I respect about it, though, like, I love that them both both of them niggas still alive. We mm-hmm. lost a lot of people, especially recently, to, you know, senseless gun violence and dumbass shit. So sure. I'm, I'm happy that they, you know, both yeah, alive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're so definitely on that grown man shit. Now. But I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, so talk about Joe's sound and your style. Uh, I would say my shit is really on some different shit. I can't even pinpoint like my style. Mm. They say I sound a little T.I. Mm. I don't know, but my shit just kind of melodic. Then I rap. I just try to throw niggas off air <laughs> two to four bars. I'm coming a whole nother way. You don't know how I'm finna come. So For sure. Just, I can't even pinpoint Respect. Now, definitely, your, your music is definitely diverse. Um, definitely got a lot of music out there, too, for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I already know just, you know, being a CEO, being an artist, and also, too, you a father. Right. Um, so, balancing everything, like, how do you personally, like, stay sane and stay focused? I mean, it's kind of hard, but at the same time, I know that I got to stay 
focus because if I don't, it's like hella, it's not gonna go the way that it should or could go. So I really, you know, just try to stay busy for real and spend more time on shit that really matters, like the kids, Facts. the business, the family, shit like that. That's what keep me sane. Absolutely. Yeah, for real, grounded. For sure. Yeah. Um, what's some differences that you notice from raising boys and raising girls? Uh, it's a big difference. Like my daughter, I won't even put my hands on. I won't raise my voice to her. But my boys, I'm going inside they shit. I don't just period. Like you got to be. I don't know. It just. <laughs> I guess I was brought up, or you got to be strict on boys, but girls, you don't want to like just. You know, beat it out of them. You got to be soft with them and gentle and shit. I guess. But the boys, you got to be hard on them because it's easy for the boys to get in some shit for real. Like them niggas don't think. So you gotta beat it in them for real until they get it. The girls really ain't, you know, they on some chill, quiet <laughs> shit. They might be on some sneaky shit, yeah. but you gotta <laughs> give them the game. So facts. I don't know, but the boys we on their head, period. For sure. Cause it's so easy to get into some shit. It and is. We see it every day, which we was a kid too. I tell them, nigga, I was your age before you were never mind. So right. I been through all that shit that you doing. This the way to go about it. You know, so they choose to listen. Some do, but some don't. But right. I get it though. But it, I just, I gotta say it. So Absolutely. I be on their ass, man, because I don't want to see, you know, them going down the wrong path, bro. It's so easy to get in trouble, man. That shit. Facts. You look up, be like, damn, bro, I gotta do this, thirty, forty years for some stupid ass shit I just did in a second, like. Right. And then the opportunities is out here for these niggas to really take off and do some shit, cause them niggas hella smart. So. But, you know, it's a whole nother subject. I can get deep in that. No, I get it. I get it. I respect that, though, man. I love any guy that's in their kid's life and really being active and shit, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Being a real... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Leader, so... Respect. Yeah, I got a whole basketball team, a whole little group of kids. Wow. Uh, ninth grade now. So okay. Kind of like they mentor, but they like my kids for real. So that's they hard. They with me all the time. So. That's hard, man. We need more of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, now I saw that you were a Gemini. I don't know if you went to <laughs> zodiac signs. No, but I hit. All right. What's what's some toxic traits of a Gemini that maybe you've heard? They say um. Two-sided, I guess, like <laughs> bipolar. I don't, I don't mm. know. I heard so much shit, man. A narcissist, whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, one day you cool, one day you ain't. I don't know. I heard hella shit. For but sure. I guess. Do you agree with that? I mean, in a way, I do. Mm. Shit, because some days I do need my time, my space. Shit. I, don't I feel that. It's hard. I be dealing with. So much shit. I'm Some sure. days I do not want to hear about none of that shit. I don't care what it is. Facts. I feel that. Okay, so um, going back into your products, talk about diverse, diversifying, you know, your catalog of things that you offer and what's next for the Shark Lotto brand? Uh, shit, right now I got the fan leaves. I got the gummies. I got I had the pens. I'm finna redrop the, the pens. Mm. I'm really just trying to elevate for real, man. Can't stay stagnant. I'm trying to work every one, but the right one. Facts. So, ain't no telling what's on the way. I mm. might get a call tomorrow. Hey, man, we got this on the plate. 
if it makes sense, we doing it. I know I want to drop some water, like some, I got the name and all that. I got some new merch on the way, some real merch. Like I got into the fabric, the patterns, nice. the dyes. So I really tapped into that. At first I really wasn't into it like that. Mm. Not say I wasn't into it, I was just focused on other yeah, shit. Yeah, I get it. But now I got some shit on the way. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, so again, man, our keyword is progress. You know what I mean? You're very progressive. So how would you define our keyword progress? What does it mean to you? Um, progress. Hmm. What would I say? I don't know. I can't even say it right now. Mm. So Let me see. I got to think. Or how have you progressed as a person? Shit, by elevating, for real. As a, I got more discipline. Mm. You know? For sure. Need discipline. For sure. All right. Well, man, I appreciate you skipping class with me, man. This is dope. No, for sure. Shout out to y'all. Hell yeah. Progress Report, man. Big Shark, Young Marley, Mr. Shark Lotto, all that, man. Stay tuned. We got hella music on the way, new fashion, new merch, new pens, vapes, you know, all that. For sure. The Progress Report. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's.